This podcast will look at the role of learning in developing career adaptability at work. It will draw on evidence from England and Norway in a study undertaken by Alan Brown, Jenny Bimrose and Sally Arm Barnes for the United Kingdom Commission on Employment and Skills. The study involved a qualitative evaluation of the career biographies of 64 adults across the two different country contexts, the UK and Norway. It sought to identify how adaptive individuals had navigated their career pathways over time and across occupations and sectors. Career adaptability is the capability of an individual to make a series of successful transitions where the labour market, organisation of work and the underlying occupational and organisational knowledge bases may all be subject to considerable change. This podcast focuses upon the role of learning in developing adaptability at work, and this has four dimensions. Learning through challenging work, or mastering the practical, cognitive and communicative demands linked with particular work roles and work processes. Second, updating a substantive knowledge base, or mastering a new, additional substantive knowledge base. Thirdly, learning through and beyond interactions at work, And fourthly, being self-directed and self-reflexive in learning and development. So firstly, I'd like to say something about learning to adapt through challenging work. One of the most powerful ways individuals become engaged with learning and development pathways, which can involve upskilling, reskilling or changing their perspectives, is through engagement with challenging work. Challenging work can lead to adaptability in a number of ways. But what also comes across in the following quotations from both our UK and Norwegian participants is their sense of engagement with this challenging work. My new job was technologically challenging. There were exciting products to work with and I'm very good at adapting to what is required. It is important to be open and flexible. Learning while working in a project has its benefits. Working together towards a concrete goal and with people and groups that are dynamic. The feeling of being good at what you do to master the job to be able to work purposefully. A woman from the UK sample exemplified how learning through challenging work can help build a platform from which it is possible to adapt to work in other fields. Her 10 years working in safety critical environments in defence and engineering have produced a commitment to rigour and precision. Although this had clear benefits in how she approached her own work in future, she had to adapt to different attitudes and cultures in other environments, for example, when she went on to work in the civil service. This example encapsulates a paradoxical aspect of adaptability. It's necessary to develop a particular way of thinking and practising associated with a discipline, occupational knowledge base. But then the individual has to learn in what circumstances not to apply that particular approach when operating outside their initial area of expertise. The paradox can be resolved because adaptable individuals have learned that the mastery of a knowledge base, including appropriate ways of thinking and practising, is itself a skill or an art which can be transferred. The second way learning can support the development of adaptability at work is through learning to adapt through updating a substantive knowledge base. Many of our sample in the two countries had gained specialist qualifications at the start of their careers, for example as nurses, engineers or software consultants, while other graduates had studied a range of subjects. 
other participants had completed an apprenticeship or vocational training. Nearly all of these respondents saw value in what they'd learned in their initial studies as relevant to their current jobs. And even when they were working a different occupational area from that to which they had originally studied or trained. Several respondents pointed out that this was because they'd learned particular ways of thinking and practising that stood them in good stead for the rest of their career. The actual knowledge base itself often required considerable updating, and many of our participants did this partly through work activities and partly through career development activities away from work. For example, some respondents took formal qualifications in areas like leadership and management, coaching supervision or reflective practice. Others may have completed master's programmes, such as in learning and development or action learning. So participants in fields like health, IT and engineering felt that they needed to keep up to date with their fields developing knowledge base and sometimes they took a range of online courses, professional updating or other means of keeping their skills and knowledge and understanding current. But others opted for more substantive programmes of learning and development, for example, master's programmes. Very often they felt that this more substantive provision helped them take their learning and development to a new level and created a platform for future career development. For example, these following quotes illustrate this point. The programme enabled me to draw together my learning experiences and other qualifications. I was really excited about this opportunity and what it could lead to. Another example... It gave me a good grounding in management and technical skills. I learned the value of formal study is that it teaches you to write and make things explicit. A third example was it was an important process for intellectual development and developing more critical ways of thinking and it adds depth to your approach. The third way of learning to adapt was adapting through interactions at work. Many participants in both countries seemed well aware of the value of opportunities for learning by interacting. They were seen as a key component of what they saw as learning-rich jobs, where you can learn from interacting with patients, colleagues, customers or clients. Here are some examples our respondents gave. The job at the cancer centre, you have to deal with many situations spontaneously and with patients' emotions. You need a good working environment and support of colleagues. There are a lot of opportunities to learn, and that learning will often involve interdisciplinary learning. We have a working environment where you learn from each other. I've received training on the job. Now there are no courses, but I keep myself updated and I'm very independent. I must think quickly to find the solution when standing there with a customer. I use all my skills and technical competence, but then I have to negotiate with clients all the time in order to get new work. Client feedback on work motivates me for delivering better results. I do not need much support as a self-employed consultant, but my work does engage me with many different people. The cases show rich learning by interacting, which arise from work activities that are challenging in the demands they make upon individuals. However, the first case also shows how certain types of interactions, such as weekly case reviews, can be specifically set up to support collective learning and development. Overall, interactions at work can act as a driver of development of adaptability in four ways. First, there is development arising from work activities which are challenging in the demands they place upon individuals. For example, in activities in counselling, negotiation or complex project management, interactions can be particularly demanding and individuals learn to adapt through processes 
of experience, reflection and learning. Second, there are certain types of interaction based on activities such as weekly case reviews, mentoring and peer support, which are expressly concerned with helping people think about learning, development and effective performance by reflecting upon their experience. Third, interactions associated with participation in broader communities and networks can help individuals make sense of work processes in a wider context, thereby helping individuals understand where they are and where they might be within occupational, organisational and broader communities. This can then be a factor in facilitating successful tr career transitions. Fourth, interactions based around supporting the learning and development of others at work can help individuals to become more reflexive of their own learning and development and thereby strengthen the capability to apply their own skills, knowledge and understanding in a range of contexts as a basis for developing adaptability. The fourth way learning can help the adaptability at work is through helping individuals become more self-directive and self-reflexive. Learning to adapt is a social process facilitated by interaction, but it is also necessarily an individual process. Even engagement with challenging work and involvement in rich interactions does not necessarily lead to adaptability. Some individuals use a very limited repertoire of responses to such challenges, which mean they may actually become less rather than more adaptable. It's become clear from our study that the development of adaptability has to be self-directed. Learning and development at work depends partly on whether work offers an expansive learning environment and employers can play an enabling role in this respect. However, it is also dependent upon individual actions. People vary in their self-awareness about their goals, aspirations, motivation, personality, interpersonal skills and resilience. They also differ in their appreciation of learning opportunities, contextual understanding and their ability to develop relationships and networks to support their learning and development. Capabilities for critical analysis, critical reflection, visualisation and organisation and the ability to switch between context and generalisation all help individuals to make the most of their learning opportunities. In this respect, career adaptability can empower individuals to take positive decisions and actions regarding their own skills development. At work, being self-directed in terms of taking advantage of learning opportunities is helpful for individual development. There were many examples in our research of behaviours from participants in both countries that supported the development of adaptability through being self-directed. For example, I'm very good in adapting to what is required. You need to be open and flexible. Try new things. Just do it. There have been periods of a lot of learning, a lot of frustration and thinking of how to solve the tasks. But eventually, after solving them, I've taken new steps to find new challenges and so on. I have experienced different cultures. In a small company, decisions are taken very quickly. Everybody can see who takes the decisions. In a large company, decisions are usually taken far from the workers, and that decision-making process often takes a lot longer. My professional expertise is mostly gained through experience. I lay my reputation on the line with my problem-solving. You need to think positively. Do not let daily frustrations affect you. Be realistic. Get feedback. One special aspect of being self-directed 
illustrated by the quotes just given, relates to being self-reflexive, able to identify your current skill set and how this might be enhanced and extended. Those who had made successful transitions all seemed to be self-directed in either or both of their learning and development and their career more generally. The link between being self-directed in your own learning and development and making successful transitions in the labour market is transparent. If you can learn to adapt and continue to develop in your current job, even in less than ideal circumstances, then this provides a basis for making successful transitions in future. Several participants also pointed to the psychological dimension of how being self-directed and successful in making a major transition reinforced your your confidence that you would be able to do this again in future, if required. Those individuals who see that their skills can be transferred to other contexts have significant advantages in changing career direction over those who define themselves almost exclusively by their occupational and organisational attachments and identities. This advantage stems from the former having a dynamic sense of themselves as being able to navigate their own route through the labour market, whereas the latter are dependent upon the pathways linked to a particular organisation or occupation for giving them progression and development. One final aspect of being self-directed surfaced in many of our participants' replies. People can learn from their lives through the stories they tell about them. Many of our participants recounted powerful narratives of where they had been, where they were and where they might be going. They were in charge of their own stories and such a perspective itself is an important component of adaptability. Being self-reflexive and self-directed in relation to learning and development in general is useful, but a particular focus upon career development is also important. In this regard, awareness of career orientation and transitioning styles are also important for understanding the ways in which individuals navigate change. I hope I've demonstrated in this podcast the important role learning can play in developing career adaptability at work. Career adaptability itself has a potential relationship to wider UK policy developments if we're interested in promoting social mobility. And it's worth considering career adaptability and whether or not it might be a better policy driver than the current use of employability. Career adaptability as a policy driver can be important that it can actually move beyond the traditional and static concept of employability so that individuals are better equipped to be more resilient and to manage risk and uncertainty in fast-changing and unpredictable education and labour markets. One crucial element in understanding skill supply and the accumulation of skills and successful labour market transitions is through a closer examination of this concept of career adaptability 